0: welcome back to chronicle headlines i'm your host john mcgowan recently there was a careers in cannabis event uh held at the school and we've got an article coming up about it soon and i've got the authors of the article uh not in the studio but on zoom today uh go ahead and introduce yourself guys
1: hi uh i'm cammy Smelser, i'm the news editor with the columbia chronicle Hi,
2: I'm Zoe Takaki. Um, I am a senior year journalism student and I am a reporter at the Columbia Chronicle.
0: Cool. Uh, And how are you guys doing this week?
2: Very good, really good, thanks for asking. (laughs) Very good, the weather's been very nice this week, so definitely appreciating that.
0: Yeah, we were on a really good streak until today actually and it was raining on my way here, but um, Mm -hmm. I guess we'll just get right into it. Tell me, what was this event, what was it like, uh, what were your guys' interpretations of it?
1: Uh, yeah, so I really didn't know much about the cannabis industry going into it, which was why I was intrigued uh, to go and cover it. Um, I learned a lot just sitting there. It was about an hour. And just from the four panelists that were there, I feel like I kind of walked away with a better understanding of how the cannabis industry works and some of mainly the misconceptions that people have about the industry. I think one of the main things I took away from it, um, Shawnee Williams, she was one of the panelists. She said that 67% of the industry doesn't actually touch the plant, meaning touching marijuana. Most of what they do is, marketing or uh, just working within the industry you don't necessarily touch the plant. And so walking away that was a big thing that I took.
2: Yeah, um, the four panelists were all super experienced and all had a wide variety of different professions within the industry. We had Ariana Richards, Um, who's like a professional cannabis somaliere. We had um we had sorry Brandon Smith, who's the national uh retail manager for CureLeaf, um, and Abraham Villegas, the founder of the cannabis community and they, it was really interesting to hear about the retail side the creative side and um, ways that you can apply your major as a columbia student to um, the totally. cannabis community there's a multitude of things that you can do that weren't really on our uh, we weren't really thinking about that beforehand
0: yeah that's a really interesting point about all the different sides of the industry and how you know most people aren't touching plants because one thing i was going to ask you guys is like like where's the intersection between like art you know this is an art school and like in cannabis Mm -hmm.
2: yeah they definitely talked about that a lot um going into detail about the graphic designers that are needed for these companies the photographers the videographers copy editors writers um you know filmmakers even actors and actresses for um commercials all that kind of stuff so it the art and creative side of it is extremely important in the industry and it's not just about the science or the medical industry and I think that that is um super important for Columbia students to know with it being a more of an art school
0: totally yeah I'd agree I mean I think I personally like hadn't even considered you know that being an industry that I could get into you know so Mm -hmm. um and I guess I just wanted to ask, uh, what was the what was the vibe there? Like, were there like a lot of people in attendance?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think that even um, the people hosting the event, Jennifer Halpern and Tom Joyce, um, who have hosted a multitude of these events, they were surprised with the turnout and happy with the turnout. It was. A pretty full house. I mean, from the first row to the back row, there were people in every row it was filled, lots of questions. Um, There was a line waiting, a huge line for the event um, outside. We had to wait to get in. So it was definitely one of their more one of their more popular events, and I think that that just goes to show that the community center or the um, career center is really listening to what students want, and because um, students had asked them if they can do internships in cannabis, and that is what inspired them to put on this event.
0: Yeah, that was um, something I saw when I was reading the article. Was the sort of fight to to make that happen? Can you guys expand on that?
1: Yeah. So. Um... That was a conversation that I had with uh, Tom Joyce. Um, he, it was two weeks ago that Columbia was cleared for that, and especially back, you know, I think it was January first, 2020, um, whenever in Illinois it was legal to be in possession of marijuana. Um, that obviously opened up a conversation. So it's really interesting to see how how far we've come, at least at Columbia, to allow these kind of internships that will um, make it easier for art students to get involved with this industry um, and so they're hoping to see uh, their connections build with outside companies that are within the cannabis industry see those connections build because more of the connections that they have with these companies the more internships that we're gonna have the more networking opportunities that we're gonna have within within it
2: yeah, there are though some restrictions for these internships, if they're going to be with Columbia, they must and through the career center they you must be 21. Um, and there cannot be any handling of the plant and um, it must be in a state that's legal. So it both you and the employer have to be in that state.
0: Right. All right. And um, can you uh, I'm sorry, what were the names of those four panelists again?
2: Um. Yeah, there was um, Ariana Richards. There was um, Brandon Smith, Abraham Villegas, and Shawnee Williams. And Shawnee is the co-founder at Illinois Equity Staffing and Women Business Enterprise.
0: Right, and uh, Ariana was the one. Was she talking about um, about like how does she talk to her kid about her career in cannabis? That was that was a really yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Were you gonna?
1: Yeah, no, I was just going to kind of go off of that. That was something that really intrigued me. um, Because that is a question that, you know, sometimes kids will get like, what is what does your parent do for a living? Um, So whenever uh, we were writing the article, I knew that was something that would really relate to people because that is a common question i feel like that you would get as a child and so um that was one of the first things that she talked about was her experience because she is she's not only the founder of the chicago cannabis concierge but um she is a certified professional interpreter which is a cannabis Mm. these are terms that i am (laughs) new to but um she um, basically talked about how she She's not afraid to say that she, you know, she grows in her home, and she's not afraid for her kids to see that. But she is aware that um, she, since her kids are younger, um, she wants her kids to grow up first. And she put it in terms as, "I want you to, you know, have a frontal lobe and uh, basically right. be fully formed." <laughs> Uh, before you kind of take this on and teaching them that this is for medicinal use. Um, And that was a big thing that she talked about was making sure that they understood uh, what she uses this plant for. Yeah.
2: Brandon Smith
1: touched on that a little because he's from a
2: small town and his family had, you know, questions about what his profession was. And he also says he doesn't try to hide his use when he's back visiting family. And he says that actually, their questions don't um, bother him. it's um, a means of discussion and that we need to have these discussions to de- stigmatize. So instead of being um, you know lying about your career or not or beating around the bush of what your career is, all the panelists were very were activists for the plant and are proud to be in the industry and um, are not going to shy away from admitting that. And if they were to, that would just add to the stigma.
0: Right. Yeah. Building off of that, um, like for any students who like want to like pursue these internships, I I don't know the right way to ask. Like, I'm sure a lot of students here like already face like maybe like uh, disapproval from their families for like they're just their choice of major. You know, what would you say to a student who maybe is, is struggling between making the choice to, to get an internship in cannabis uh, versus pleasing their family who would not be happy about you know, them working in the cannabis industry.
1: Yeah, this was something that Brandon Smith, uh, he, he talked about, because um, when he, he graduated from Columbia in 2014, he was um, in the science journalism program. And when he was 23 or 24, he said that he made the jump to move out to Colorado and that the cannabis industry was uh, something that he was looking into and his parents were very iffy on that, if that was gonna be a good decision or not. And now looking at how far he's come, I mean, he he's a national retail training manager for Curaleaf, which is, it says it's one of the largest cannabis uh, companies in the world. And I think it's just as a student, like even as an art student, parents might even question that alone. Like, what are you going to do with this degree? And, you know, right. there's, that's kind of a big question, I think, um, when you're in college in general. And so I, I'm i sure that tacking on like, oh, I want to go into the cannabis industry with this would even raise even more questions. And so I think it's kind of just knowing that this is a professional industry. This is something that is growing. I mean, I know that um, even on the advertisement for this uh, event, it talked about how, I think this industry is supposed to grow from like uh, let me pull it up real fast so I'm not like sure butchering this um yeah on the advertisement it was basically saying how um it's supposed to go from 32 billion dollars this year to 197 billion by the year 2028 um so that's that holds a lot of promise and I think that's something that students could tell their parents or you know Um, that's something that they could rely on like this is a growing industry
0: totally
2: also um i mean it's not just um it's a national sort of movement that's recognizing this product as um not only medical but also something that shouldn't be um criminalized for i mean just today um president biden um is pardoning um all federal offenses of simply marijuana possession so that is just evidence that um not just you know hippy dippy liberal columbia people but all people are starting to recognize this plant as um not just medicine but also the industry as an extremely valid one
0: totally yeah yeah i was gonna i was gonna bring that up i mean that and with just you know every state that you know decriminalizes it slash legalizes it like every year and also just like especially for Columbia students look around there's a cannabis store on every corner you know like since it's been legalized so there's jobs there yeah. for sure
2: it's important to remember that this is legal like if we were to get um in Illinois like if you were to get is it why would there be like repercussions if one of our students got a graphic design internship with you know vodka, uh, absolute vodka, like, you know, that kind of thing. It's a legal product that should be treated like as a legal product.
0: Totally. Um, you guys mentioned that there was a lot of people in attendance. There was a lot of questions asked. Can you recall any, like, what were the most interesting things points that students brought up?
1: Um, sustainability within the industry. That was one thing that one of the students brought up, um, she was mainly asking the panelists, like, how do you feel about being in this industry that is necessarily not very sustainable because of packaging um, the factories that these cannabis dispensaries rely on? There, Brandon Smith said there's, you know, no, no solar panel to be found at these very large factories. Um, and so they kind of talked about how this industry is still it's still trying to build a strong foundation as an industry like um, I, I think he kind of he he was pretty transparent about how he knows and I'm sure they all knew that this isn't a very sustainable industry um, and that was something that kind of intrigued me like because it is I guess a newer industry that they're they're trying to you um, they're, they're working towards being sustainable, but it's in the beginning phases of that.
0: Right. Okay, cool. And um, uh, you might have already mentioned, where can students go to learn about these inter- internships?
1: Um, so the Career Center, uh, Jennifer Halperin, Tom Joyce, um, there's a few other Career Center advisors that are awesome. Uh, so reaching out to them, they have events every, you know, I think a few times a month, um, with these kinds of panels, but it's always great to go meet them in person, um, and learn more about the opportunities that are out there right now in the industry.
0: Okay, cool. And, um, I guess last, last real question, what was the most striking thing that both of you took away from this event?
2: I think that the statement that the Is it 67% don't touch the plant? is really really interesting because um one of the re one of the requirements for the internship is that you aren't touching the plant so that can seem like a restriction when actually the majority of the industry isn't touching the plant and those that aren't touching the plant are usually in the creative um industries that columbia students tend to gravitate towards so like not viewing the cannabis industry as i'm going to be a scientist or um you know a doctor of you know weed type of thing there's a multitude of positions within that um that you know support this industry
1: yeah and i think another thing that um ari and uh, shawnee had brought up was the racial disparities within this industry um kind of just talking about how hard it is to get a dispensary off the ground especially if you're in the black or brown communities um it's Though it is in- encouraging today as uh, President Joe Biden, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but um, this is something that we're going to update the article with today. Joe Biden announced that he is pardoning um, all simple possession of marijuana um, use, and that's on a federal and state level. Um, so that's going to make it easier for people who have been incarcerated for marijuana possession um, because that is on your criminal record and that denies you of employment and housing and educational opportunities um, so just knowing that like this is a massive decision and pardon that he is making that's going to make it a lot easier for these communities to be able to take part um in this growing industry
0: yeah totally i mean that the whole thing that piece of news is huge and honestly like what great timing to like, you know, be doing this podcast and have that come out today. But um
2: yeah. It's really it's honestly crazy timing that um we're gonna be able to fit that into the story before right. it goes out.
0: Yeah, that's great. And um yeah, I guess that about covers it. Um always wanna end the podcast off on a fun note. Uh <laughs> what would say you guys you're done at the Chronicle. Um you're looking for an internship. What is your role in the cannabis industry right now? Where do you see yourself? I'll go first. Um, as a video guy and also a podcast guy, I can see myself making some crazy cool commercials for my local dispensary. Um, maybe if I was at a bigger company, I could be, you know, hosting their podcast or whatever, but more on the commercial side, you know, I have, I've got a lot of ideas for weed commercials. So how about you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: I (laughs) Um, I think this was something that was even brought up in the panel um, kind of how journalism can even fit into this um, and getting connected to these publications that do focus on cannabis. I feel like that would be such an interesting beat to like take a part of um, like to I because again it's such a it's such a like interesting industry to take part in and so i think just being a part of a publication that covers it more would be really fascinating to me um
2: well i'm personally a fan of the plant, so if i could just be able to be a tester of some but that isn't realistic so i think i'm really interested in the activism amongst um the cannabis community there are internships with nonprofits and activist communities so and there were a multi there was a bunch of activists featured at the event that are you know making you know uh, livable wages and li- living their lives doing activism work fighting for um these rights so i think i would do the activist
0: rope. Yeah, all good ideas. Um, it's unfortunate there isn't a cannabis tester internship out there, but <laughs> I can see the the activism role. And there's so many small publications that, like, you know, zines and stuff. I can totally see, like, the intersection between that and cannabis as well. But um, totally. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all great ideas. But uh, I guess that's going to about cover it for this week's uh, Chronicle Headlines. Um, do you guys have anything else to add?
2: Um, you know, as far as the plant, um, you know, don't, um, be nice to people and don't stigmatize it. And, you know, we're all moving forward in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.
0: Great. Amazing. Um, that has been Chronicle Headlines for this week. I am your host, John McGowan. Uh, please go check out our other show, News in Brief, uh, just the brief headlines for the week. Listen on WCRX, uh, read the full articles on ColumbiaChronicle.com, and that is it. Thank you so much for listening.